for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Evergreen Podcast family. Appreciate you tuning in and listening. Appreciate all of our great sponsors and each and every one of you. For listening, thank you so much. Let's go to the uh, the news on the intranet as RazorX has uh, provided us with a really great piece, kind of a wrap-up, if you will. Some questions asked and some questions answered took place in Glendale, Arizona. And that, of course, uh, was uh, Mookie, our buddy Malcolm Stewart, sustaining a broken femur uh, in round two of Monster Energy AMA Supercross. And, uh, and surgery, I mean, this is – femur's not a – Listen, if you're going to break something and, and thoroughly break it, I think I, I think I would go with the femur because that seems to be a bone that can knit itself back together. I mean, brother, that's the biggest that's the bone biggest in the bone in the body. I, I hardest that. to break. We all know that, though. Hardest to break, and then don't they put a uh, titanium rod in there for a while? I would have, think you'd have to, and it just to break it, you really have to do some real wrenching of your hip. I mean, anybody who's broken their femur usually talks about how sore their hip is too, because it's the biggest bone in the body. Yeah, mine is sore only because I have to get in a real odd position to insert my mouth in my foot, or my foot in my mouth. Either way you look at it, it's painful. I you think you'd be used to it by now? Yeah, Scott. I know, right? I've After, been listening to you do it for about sixteen years. Sixteen big years. Gary Sutherland and Taylor Robert joined us in hour number one. Do up in this hour, Doctor Ben Kelly and Aaron Plessinger will be joining us as well. Tony, yeah, and I, I want to talk about Aaron. I, I think he's on hold, ready to go. But uh, y- you know, it's it's pretty fun to see a number seven on a on a Yamaha out there again um, in uh, in Supercross and. I know we, you know, Aaron's been on before. Very fun guest. A lot, of, lot of fans, and I'm one of them. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him reach his full potential in the 450 class off after a very successful 250 class uh, career. So we'll bring him on now. Aaron Plessinger joins us. Factory, Aaron Plessinger. How are you, bud? Hey, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. How you guys doing? We're good. Uh, did you get married? <laughs> Not yet. Um, Seems like everybody's asked me that. Uh, now we get uh, we get married uh, October twelfth uh, this year. Wow, that's just around the corner. Plenty of time to put it off. Still is what you're saying. Oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. He's laughing way too easily about this. Yeah, I, I assume you know much like us that your uh, lady's not listening to this uh, program. <laughs> My mom listens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Aaron! Um, I understand you're dealing with some injuries, or you had some injuries during the off season. Is that right? Uh yeah, yeah. So I, um, I compressed my T8 uh, vertebrae, and I had disc bulges from my T2 all the way down to my T8. Where's that? It's uh, it's like in the middle of your back. Um, and the T2 is like it's closer to your neck, and then. The T8, like right in between your shoulder blades. The okay. two and the three, is that the one that paralyzes people when they break them? Um, I think so. I think um, more so, I think that more so comes from like the the C's. Oh, that's right. That You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it uh, you, you've got some bulges. What do they do for it? Uh, you, I mean, you can't really do much. That's the thing with these like um, 
it luckily for me it wasn't like too too bad and uh it was just a compression fracture and um you i mean you just got to take time off uh i took i think a full two weeks off of just everything and then um even before that i wasn't doing any gym or anything i was just trying to ride do you feel like you're you're up to you know Clearly, your results say you belong where you are. Do you feel like you're you're giving it everything you can, or is there some more to come with a little more healing time? Um, you know, I think uh, health wise, I'm I'm a hundred percent, but uh, fitness wise, I'm still working on it. You know, uh, I only got back on the bike like a month before the season started, and um, you know, it was it was, it was a tough go. And uh, the last two weeks, everything kind of click together and um I, I was able to get us some motos in before before the season started but um you know i think with a little more time i i think i'll be out there duking it out with those guys is it um th- th- part of it is is the fact that you're now on a 450 and it's a lot to handle too i mean as far as conditioning goes and that kind of thing your 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 races are longer in supercross and i know you came off an outdoor things and you where you obviously had you were ready and, and good there but on a bigger bike, more power, more to hang on to, plus the races are a little bit longer. Does that play into it as well? Not only, you know, being off, but just the fact that there's, I mean, a lot of people have an adjustment time that they, they struggle with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I um, I actually got uh, surgery last, uh, in, in 2017 before the season started, and I was projected to race East Coast. And then when uh, Colt broke his arm, it kind of put me ahead and uh i was gonna race west coast so i didn't really have much time on the bike last year either so yeah i think it definitely plays um a big part in it just being on the 450 a heavier heavier bike longer races and a lot more fast guys you know yeah the pace is is faster too i mean there's there's a lot of variables yeah i mean uh, i mean it's just about every guy in that class is is really really gnarly and um you know uh, i think this this past weekend we uh i was i was 18th in qualifying and i was only 1.3 seconds off of the lead so that uh that tells you i mean all the guys are are really going for it out there and there's uh there's just so many past champions and and just really really good uh skilled riders in that class how do you like your uh odds going back to anaheim uh we have to presume i haven't looked at the weather forecast we're not going to see a deluge like we saw at round one are we (laughs) well i mean it's uh it it's been raining quite a bit out here so i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine the track would be too hard i think it'll have uh, a few good ruts in there but um yeah i think the weather's the holding off for Saturday, but I think the track will definitely be soft. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's that's that's what I was seeing too. It looked like that. Um, you know, they don't know what the weather's going to do on Tuesday, on Saturday. But I would say it's probably easier to predict out there than it is back east, wouldn't you say? I mean, they when they say they're going to get rain, they typically do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, on the east coast, you. Yeah. You can uh, you can have sunny blue skies and and in five minutes that could change and you wouldn't even know it. 
but uh out here yeah it's kind of uh it's kind of uh if you 80 percent and up you'll probably get rain but about 70 percent and down is kind of on the iffy side <laughs> so with your back now are you are you uh i mean if the weather didn't rain every day in southern california would you be riding a bunch or are you are you glad that there's you know that that everybody's kind of in the same boat where they can't ride much um i mean it it, it really don't matter to me i mean uh i i would like to be riding definitely uh just to get the the time i've missed in and um yeah like we we had to ride outdoors today just because uh just because the rain's done flooded out every supercross track and then yeah i mean i'd like to i'd like to be riding right now (laughs) yeah well (laughs) bummer outdoor where'd you go uh we just went to this uh this track in the hills oh man Uh, dude that's aaron that's the best i mean that's that's the stuff that you're when you're when you're done racing that i think those are the days you're gonna think back i mean like you talk to guys like larry ward and kyle lewis and those guys those are the those are the times that they remember you know as far as riding goes it's epic up there right now yeah yeah it's dude when it when it rains out here i mean shoot that that track that we went to today it was it's back in the back in the back 40 and uh there was about 50 people out there riding and yeah i mean when it rains the dirt out here is so so good plus california's broke right now and the federal government shut down so there's no helicopters chasing you it's awesome that's (laughs) the thing there was not one cop out there and usually there is like a string of them yeah yeah if there's like three people out there they're they're hot on your heels so i've I've been talking about this because with other people on the show because i just got back from california i went to up in the mojave desert a place called bean canyon you have ever heard of that um i'm not sure okay you gotta go at some point when you have a break and you're in California, have someone take you to Bean Canyon. It is, you will, I'm telling you, you you will, I don't care what your skill level is, you will appreciate it. It's the most massive climbs you've ever seen. They're so good. So good. You'll melt your engine if you want. And right. it takes some skill to make it to the top of these. And they're not like, like dangerous, scary or anything like that, because I know you're scared of heights, Aaron. But uh, <laughs> but they're just it's awesome. I mean, like you're climbing for four or five minutes. It's super cool. Yeah, I have to check that out. That sounds pretty fun. All right, so you got Anaheim this weekend, right? Um, you've got a long series ahead of you. What are your What are your goals, Aaron? As as uh, your rookie season on a factory Yamaha 450. What are your Where do you see yourself mid season when everything goes east? You know, I really um, I really like to get a couple podiums you know i um i believe i can do it it's just uh i gotta get kind of gotta race myself back into shape and and uh get get going on these motos and just get get good starts and i think i can do it i mean uh sixth place in in the mud was pretty good but you know i'd like to show these guys what i can do with a good start and uh dry track yeah and there was a weird situation this weekend 
in Phoenix or Glendale um, with the with the restart. You know, when Malcolm got hurt, um, what was that like for you? Where you have to so anybody that hasn't been listening, you, we we got a red flag because of of uh, Malcolm Stewart crashing. They red flagged the thing to get him off the track, and then they bring you out one by one. How how you were lined up, line you up, how you were in the in the main event when that took place. And uh, so you're single file. They green flag. You can't pass anybody till you get to the first turn. So your your stop in the middle of that race. That's completely unusual. Have you ever been in that situation? No, I actually. I, I was telling somebody the other day that that was the the weirdest thing I've <laughs> I've ever done because um, you know I've never been uh, I've never had that red flag come out in a Supercross race and um, starting staggered like that is. It's definitely pretty weird. And it was odd. How you, yeah, how you, you can't pass until you get to the the bales where the leader started. So it was it was kind of uh, it was kind of weird, kind of challenging, um, but you know it was something different, and and it was it was actually kind of cool just to experience it. But like how it happened wasn't really that cool. <laughs> have you been? Have you been? Uh, did you watch the two rounds on TV? Um, I watched uh, a little bit of Anaheim one, but I haven't watched uh, last weekend at all. What were your thoughts without Jeff Emick there and just RC and and uh, uh, Ralph up in the booth? It was different for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, <laughs> I uh, I've always liked uh, to hear um, Ricky's thoughts and, and what he thinks, but um, yeah, I mean, you know. Ralph and Jeff were were usually the 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 most talkative ones, so it, it kind of wasn't really any different. But uh, you were just missing a little something. We haven't talked to Jeff since that happened. I was kind of I was kind of surprised. Were you? Yeah, I uh, I mean I haven't even seen Jeff since uh, since I heard about it. So I haven't uh, you know I haven't I haven't really talked to him. I was pretty surprised with uh, a lot of the changes. <laughs> this year but um you know it is what it is so as a as a racer what kind of changes have you seen at the track anything um uh a little bit um it's hard to it's hard to say like um at the track not really too too much but uh i think with these with these triple crowns again, and then uh, the the um, shootout race being in Atlanta, I think that'll be that'll be pretty cool. But um, other than that, I haven't really seen too much yet. Have you ever had any motorcycles stolen while you're in Atlanta? <laughs> um, I'm gonna knock on wood and say no. <laughs> we have no wood in our studio, so. Um... <laughs> hey, we had a we had a bike when I was running the team. We had a bike in uh, Anaheim. A guy jumped off, jumped on it, and took off. I had to chase him down with one of the other bikes. It was pretty cool. Oh I cr- karate kicked him and everything, dude. It was so I I like monster trucked up onto the guy. I about crashed myself because it was pavement. I'm an expert rider. You, you understand? Are. Yes, of course, of course. Fellas, goes without saying, Aaron. I am an expert, but not pro. That's when you are limited on your supply of opioids. Oh. <laughs> Why you film at eleven? Why are you bringing up old stuff? Oh, that's hardly old, my friend. I <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're kidding, Aaron, for the most part. Um, 
but yeah, so I had to, I chased the dude down and, and, uh, bloodied him. I mean, not like beat him up or nothing, but you know, a little, little grave digger action up onto his back of his leg. And you don't get to take a bike and not pay for it a little bit. Yeah. Well, you got the bike back. You know what happened in, uh, happened in Des Moines at the arena cross a hundred years ago too. Buddy Antonez, somebody jumped on his bike, pinned it through downtown. It's winter time, mind you. Mm -hmm. They didn't make it very far. They crashed, took off bleeding and dripping blood everywhere. It was awesome. I love it. Somebody had the hoses bike off. The bummer was in in it. Atlanta, you you just brought that up right. where they stole an entire what was it? It was Brayton's van, yeah, right. And it was filled with everything. It was filled with all the KTM mini bikes. Remember that, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they stole all the KTM mini bikes. I remember that. I I actually posted something about that trying to find it. Was um and did they ever find? I don't know the outcome of they that. They saw thing. him wheeling through town. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Really, this is known to happen in Jersey. It's really odd when it happens in the South. Yeah, and if you're staying at a day's inn. It ain't odd when you're in Atlanta. That's the worst town for, for, I wouldn't be surprised if Feld said we're not coming back. But they sell a lot of tickets. I I mean, I, I can remember since I've been going to Atlanta, just about every year something's been stolen. Right. You got to leave somebody at the truck. You just got to leave somebody at the truck. It's the long and the short of it. Well, yeah. Well, we had a security guard in, in uh, A1 right next to Of course, they were looking at Pro Circuit's whatever. And <laughs> so it, they didn't care about us. We were like kind of behind Pro Circuit. You guys are in a factory. We had the little right? monster yeah. sticker on our on our bikes, not the big one. So <laughs> we were back. <laughs> what do you think of your bikes this year? Uh, they, were, they were definitely different when I, uh, when I first saw them, but. Dude, now that uh, now that we're racing, I think uh, I think they look awesome. You're talking about the black, right? Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Why would why would uh, was that a monster thing? Why they did black? I mean, it's it's Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely different. That's why I was kind of kind of uh, surprised at first. But um, yeah, I think uh, you know just. Working, working pretty big time with Monster, and uh, they kind of they kind of talked him into it. Ten four, right? Now, when I first now, saw the bike, Aaron, I, I I saw the number seven, and it was just a picture. I wasn't at, at Anaheim, but I, and I thought, what you know, like it's a James Stewart something or other, you know, like some satellite team or something. Like, what's the deal? What is that? Is it a joke? And then I remembered that you're number seven, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> has. Uh, has there been any confusion about uh, you being number seven on a Yamaha? Anybody ever come over and ask for your autograph and take your helmet off and they're surprised? <laughs> I haven't had that at the races uh, yet, but uh, on Instagram I've, I've seen a couple people being like, oh, man, I thought James was back. And <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sorry to be such a disappointment, guys. I'm only the, you know, the, uh, the, the 250 national champ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, sponsor role. Who you want to uh, list out there, Doctor? Aaron. That was you, Aaron. Okay. You're the doctor. Yeah, you're the doctor. Oh, oh I'm the doctor. Okay. Yeah, we're merely interns. I like that. Monster Factory Yamaha. Um, yeah, Hammer Nutrition, uh, Alpine Stars, Thor, uh, Parts Unlimited, um, Africa Dunlop, Renthal. Uh, Pro Circuit, um, whole family, uh, 
Just everybody. By the way, shout out to all of my doctors who spend as much as a half hour sure. with me uh, and then bill the insurance company for an hour. So good job out of my docs. We appreciate that. Is that uh, normal for that? It's an company? honorable profession, and yeah. they've only been doing it forever. And psychiatrists will say, hey, uh, your hour's up. How many psychiatrists are you seeing? Most of them. Yeah, I would and, say so. But, you know, there's still 10 minutes of the hour left to go, and I'm wondering what happens to that. Oh, he has to clarify his notes that he's been scribbling. And How I look, does that make you feel? Well, it's a lot like the drawings you You're do You're going to get Tony's studio. bill. You, I, I, I saw it coming. He asked you how you felt. You're going to get a bill from him. You're right. It's during, happening. During the airing passenger interview, I've, I've written my name in cursive, in block letter. I've shaded it several different times. I've drawn a chicken, a motorcycle, a whoop section, and... Um, that's it, Aaron. That's what we've that's what we've accomplished. Yeah, that's why you. we uh, when we right. have you on, uh, it seems like Tony's kind of straying away from the conversation. He is. Uh, <laughs> People get creative when they talk. To me. <laughs> by the way, you can text the keyword pizza right now. Get an opportunity to get Tony's most recent autograph. <laughs> text the word pizza right now uh, to two hundred two hundred. Yeah. Anyway, so hey, Aaron, thank you very much, man. Appreciate the time. Best of uh, luck to you. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks, guys. All right, Tyler Bowers has been crowned King of Dortmund Supercross. What does that mean for him, and what does it mean for the field? We'll talk about that and more on the other side of the break. You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Stay tuned. This is John Hopkins, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.